I'm so glad to turn But turn down the volume I'm Dick and Bird I'm Dick and Bird I'm Dick and Bird St. Paul and Minnie Law and Life And hitting rock bottom Drugs in the ex-wife I'm Dick and Bird Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck! Fuck Dick and Bird! Fuck! Shit! Hello all and welcome to this edition of Minnesota Foul Play-By-Play. I'm your host Anthony Variano, and I'm joined by the brothers Haas, Michael and Bradley. How are you guys doing today? Probably about as well as I am, I suppose. Not too bad. I don't know about you guys, but uh, Aaron Rodgers was in my nightmares telling me to relax last night. (laughs) And uh, I'm not feeling so great about football season anymore. Uh, If if you haven't uh, listened to our previous podcast a couple days ago, we were talking about which team was the best team in Minnesota. And uh, I guess that ain't saying much. I guess in the two-state area between Minnesota and Wisconsin, we're not even the top team there. And now I don't even know if we're the top, uh, one of the top two teams in our own division, despite winning the division. All right. So the name of this podcast is called The Vikings Needed That Whooping. And uh, we're going to talk about why they needed that whooping. Uh, So what went wrong in Green Bay? More like what didn't go wrong. Take it away. Either of you. Everything went possibly wrong. Um, I would say like a a shining spotlight was our defense actually played very good in the first half. They gave up some rushing yards, but to give up, what did they give up? 13 points in the first half. I mean, that's, I would say pretty respectful for what they stopped the run though, but they weren't scoring touchdowns. I mean, that's been their MO all each season is Ben don't break. Yeah. But when those breaks don't turn in, two points for us. I mean, you have the ball in the goal line. You can't score a touchdown. That sucks. The very next play is a kickoff, 105-yard return. Go down, miss a field goal. Then we have an interception. I mean, it was just – it was stacked against us from the beginning in that game. Um, I would have liked to see them try to get Jefferson the ball more, like you said yesterday in text messages, Anthony, um, to kind of keep him happy. Just wide receiver runs in general. I mean, you, they went what, eight carries for 20 yards uh, to start the game, and there was no creativity in the run game whatsoever. Um, and Jesus, just getting the snap off was a problem uh, yesterday. Back, well, injuries on our line. We had yeah, you know, that was... third strength center. Um, O'Neal, our right tackle, went out. Um, I don't, they just, they don't look good. And I don't know if that's on purpose or if teams just can scheme against us to make our offense look like shit. I'm hoping for the bright side that once we get to the playoffs, you're going to see a new Minnesota Vikings offense that unlike nobody's seen before, but we'll see. I mean, I'd like to think so too. I just saw that. I think Irv Smith got activated. So now you can run more two tight end sets because Hawkinson actually, I read this. I've, found something on him he's actually turned into a pretty good run blocker since he uh, was traded from detroit uh let's see this is from nick olson on twitter at nick olson nfl uh his run block grades in weeks one through eight in detroit were 48.3 58 out of 74 tight ends and now 
nine through weeks nine through 13 in Minnesota, he was a 68.4, which is ninth best. Uh, and, you know, he's a great receiver, obviously, but Irv yes. Smith is more of a downfield threat than he is. And I mean, if you can have both of those guys on the field, at least you have one of them who can hit block in the run game potentially. Now, to, to give uh, the Vikings a little credit, uh, yeah, I understand maybe we want a different play scheme in the offense after things, after all the bad luck falls upon us. But it's really tough when you've got, yeah, third string center that really limits what you can do. And then losing O'Neal is going to be huge if if he's gone for the season because our line is we're going to have to totally change up our offensive. Well, Uh, the thought is they're, they might be holding back Bradbury just to make sure that he's good for the playoffs. Um, So, and he losing him, this is another thing I found. Um, They've been so bad on the interior line without Garrett Bradbury. Uh, This is from next gen stats, six different defensive tackles have recorded at least five pressures in a game against the Vikings six since week 14. I think that's when Bradbury went down. So, that will be a, a really, I mean, we can't be the team that we want to be without him on the line because Kirk Cousins doesn't have the time to throw the ball. Je- Justin Jefferson doesn't have the time to get open downfield. Um, so, well, I mean, and, I agree with that, but it's not like when we get Bradbury back, that solves all of our oh, line no. problems. Cleveland allows a ton of pressures. Rookie Ingram allows a ton of pressures. I mean, we're going to have to. We're gonna have to switch things up, and it's gonna to have to be quick plays because yeah. we're not. Cousins isn't gonna have time for anything to develop. I mean, when our line was healthy, he didn't have much time, right? But he was playing like a rock star in my mind. Um, I and your comment on Aaron Rodgers started off. I don't even think Rodgers played that great. I don't think Rodgers beat us. Bad luck beat us. That you lost by too many points to lose solely on bad luck, though. Yeah, but Rodgers didn't beat us. I told you the over would come in. (laughs) The only thing I got right. Oh, yeah, the over comes in off of special teams touchdowns and just fluke interceptions. Hey, that last KJ Osborne got me into tonight's game on a four-touchdown parlay that I picked up, so that's – it helped. <laughs> yeah, the one you didn't share with the people, though. No, not yet. <laughs> okay, so let's rethink their NFC rank now. I'm thinking maybe they they might only be better than one playoff team. The Giants. Uh, that depends which Vikings team tur- turns up, and I think you could say that for almost every team in the NFL this year, except like the Eagles. Uh, Eagles look like shit last yeah, yesterday with their backup quarterback. The week before against the Cowboys. So are, whose defense is better than the Saints defense? Is that better than the Cowboys? Because they torched the Cowboys. And the Saints made them look like crap. Don't get me wrong. When you put in your backup quarterback, unless you're the San Francisco 49ers, you can win with whoever the yeah. hell you put in there. Super um, jealous of the Niners. <laughs> so jealous. I think on any given day, if you have the right schemes going and – enough luck to fall i think in the nfc any team can possibly win any team well maybe not going on the road this team i think really struggles in the elements on the road especially in the kicking game it seems uh the kickoff that you know you just got to kick it further 
and Joseph didn't even bother to get in the way on the, he, I mean, he did a terrible job trying to get in the way. Uh, there was a giant hole in the middle of, I mean, the blocks were set up perfectly, but the there was, was a huge hole and he, you know, shies away from contact in a point where you're the last line of defense and that just can't happen. Then you go and miss two field goals. And I, I, I think that's actually probably for the best because now we don't have to rely on him. We can go for it on fourth down anytime we're, around the 50 or the 40 yard line in their territory. I just think this team, we run the ball well enough. We should just go for it on fourth down a lot. I I, mean, I would unless, agree unless with you. Unless there's 100%. a potential of giving a short field to, you know, a good team. It's just stay on the field for as much as you can, because your defense is not good. I mean, you're, you're going to, you already know you're going to allow a ton of yards and they're going to stay on the field. And the longer they stay on the field, the worse they get. So, I mean, you've got to keep them off the field as much as you can in that first half. But I really wish they would give, uh, it's my opinion, when they're within the 10-yard line, Madison should be the back end. No offense to Dalvin Cook, but you get down to the one, we don't need a guy who's dancing around trying to find a little crease, right. which our line is never going to create. C.J. Ham, give the ball to C.J. Ham. I mean, he's not explosive, but at least he goes straight forward. I mean, that's my only crack about Dalvin Cook. He is great. I mean, he's a top running back. In between the 20s is where I like him. And after that, Madison puts his head down. I, that, I agree with Mike on that. Um, I, no, yeah, and that's, I, the only, that's the only thing I would challenge you, Tony, but I, I agree. I think every team needs to run the ball more, the Vikings especially. But if you don't have a line that can create some holes, I mean, it, it all comes down to your offensive line. And if it's not, if they're not moving anything, I mean, Christ, that play, they, uh, the Packers did that sweep. I, I told my brother, I'm like, look at how that whole right side of the line just moved up three yards before the guy even touches the ball. I'm yeah. like, our line can't do that crap. <laughs> so, I mean, we got to be creative and use the playmakers that we have. I'd like to see a lot more short slants. We could get creative, do some end around stuff like that. Even passes in the backfield. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that's what our run game can be as well. That, that doesn't just have to be Dalvin Cook. I mean. Well, it, and that's my thing. You see, you going back to like Aaron Rodgers, even in his heyday, if he sees that a cornerback's playing 10 yards off his wide receiver, boom, it's, Throw it to Devontae Adams right, right away. Let him get four or five yards, maybe break one. That's a running game right there. I mean, yeah. we've got K.J. Osborne to do that. Uh, Jefferson can do that. Jalen Rager know. can do that, although he did fumble the ball yesterday. Yeah, he's in the doghouse, too, I think, for that interception that he let go against the Giants where he just stopped on his route. So there's another guy. He's got all the potential in the world, man. I tell you what, though, that rookie – in the, you know, in the crap minutes of the game last night looked pretty good. Oh, the Taylor. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, there's but, people floating the idea that the Vikings would somehow sign um, Daniel Jones, who's going to be a free agent at the end of the year as a replacement and, a, and, and be an upgrade at quarterback because of the lack of offensive line or pass protection in general and his ability to run the ball, which, I mean, it's hard to. Do you, honestly, do you honestly think now the Giants would let him go, though? 
I don't think so. No. I mean, are they going to pay him though? Is yeah. the question. How much? How much are they willing to pay him? Is the question. And my thing to, to touch on this real briefly. I mean, would it be even worth it? I mean, is having him be mobile that much of an upgrade? I think so. The two biggest plays yesterday were Kirk Cousins running straight up the field in the open space, which I think is the best trick play the Vikings have is let's run quarterback draws with a guy that nobody's accounting for on the field. I mean, especially on a team that's pinning its ears back and, and pass rushing like crazy on offensive, a backup a reserve offensive lineman. Uh, and that's another oh. thing is like what you said, I didn't see the first series where they were on the one yard line and failed to score a touchdown. Uh, and you said they ran draw plays there. Is that right? <laughs> Running back draws, delayed runs. No, it, it it's just oh. their where the quarterbacks in the uh, shotgun. Shot you know, shot oh, shotgun like, runs. It's I, come on. Like, I, I don't know. I never I like miss the having idea a... of going shotgun when you, you in goal line situations. Let's put our instead of putting ourselves two yards from the end zone, let's put ourselves six yards from the end zone. So, <laughs> unless you're unless you've got a QB who can run, where yeah. I mean you've got some kind of option play coming, but right. But no, uh, I think I think next year for the Vikings, it'll all depend on well, I think Bradbury's a free agent next year. See if they pick him back up, but over the last half decade, their line is improving slowly but surely. And if and I think we had those anchors, O'Neal and Darisaw, on the end, build around that. God, he got blown up last night too, though. Gosh. No, he underperformed yesterday. I think immensely. everybody had their worst game of the year. I mean, that that happens to the Vikings more than any team I've ever seen. Is it's just the, like everybody no, but plays that... their shittiest game on the same day. I yeah. must have said it. 30 times yesterday with Brad at least it's better to have this game happen today as opposed to in the playoffs yeah know? but why does it keep happening like against playoff teams are our point differentials like minus 30 or something because we lose the Dallas by whatever and lose the Green Bay by a ton and Philadelphia by what 17 um I mean Jesus we haven't played a good team well yeah, we played the Bills beat the Bills that was the worst bills team i've ever seen they gave us that game twice two times they gave us that game yeah then again though i mean we can't get the damn ball in from one yard line are you serious four plays like come on coach like you, you got to be able to score if you can't score from the one yard line huh, i mean <laughs> you don't deserve to win well let's see where we are here uh oh why we needed that whooping uh well it seems likely they'll end up the three seed and host the giants rather than green bay uh but we'll have to travel in the second round which i don't think i don't think regardless whether they're playing at home or on the road that they're going to win a second round playoff game your thoughts on that yeah i mean right now with how it's panning out it looks like we'll end up traveling to san francisco you know if we beat the giants which to me personally it is a big if, but I, I tell you what, I'd rather play them. That's sad, though, that we would you... like prefer to play Green Bay and or Detroit at home. Like I... we win the division, and we're we're the third best Not... team in the division. I guess I disagree. I wouldn't be as concerned playing Green Bay at home. The Lions just are 
a scary team to me. Offensively, uh, a juggernaut. Yes, yeah. Too many guys to cover. No, and I, I guess my only uh, thoughts on if we needed a weapon, which I don't know if we needed one, but hopefully this can – hopefully what we see out of Cousins and Jefferson going forward – because Jefferson is a freak when he's playing for something. So I hope being embarrassed, I hope we see the best. I mean, we see the best Justin Jefferson every other game, but I think that could light a spark and really just get back to revolving the offense around him. Like no offense to Hawkinson, love Hawkinson, but we've got, we've got to get Jefferson involved every series. I, I mean, I was <laughs> shocked. It took, I mean, not one goddamn run play his way. I mean, just you've got to get the ball in his hands. I don't care how you do it. They no. didn't throw even a, a wide receiver screen. The, the play I hate most in football, uh, not one time. And I, I mean, do it. And if if you can't get him the ball down the field, you you've got to get the ball in his hands, or he's he lost his fucking mind. The game was over for him. Uh, the moment one pass breakup. That's what that was. Uh, Zaire Alexander's uh, stat line. He had one pass breakup and not a single tackle yesterday because he didn't have to tackle anybody with the ball because the ball was never around him. Yeah. Uh, what they was, never what? even forced him to make a tackle in the in the open field by you know getting Jefferson the ball behind the line of scrimmage, which is ugh. Jefferson had what two three targets? Is that it? Yeah. I mean, two targets, one catch. Like, is that? Am I close to that stat line? Yeah. So, moving forward. Here's a good question. Since we're pretty much locked into the three seed, we have to play our starters against the Bears, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. is this I, like they are? They say that they are because there's a lot to play for. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, hopefully Jefferson... you win that game in the first half, and you can still put in your reserves in the second because the Bears look awful this week. Yes, Just awful. Well, at least on the offensive line, we get to play with our reserves the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see where are we at where are we but, at here here's the, the other thing is too man like i'm i don't know why i'm always so optimistic with the vikings because they let you down every freaking year yeah i don't know why you are either i tell you what san francisco's second round game or first round game could be tough for them too well they Playing, didn't look especially good against no Oakland. no that's Playing what i packers i mean so hypothetically we could have two home playoff games if we win. Who knows what happens between Dallas and Tampa Bay? That's a coin flip. Tampa Bay looked like themselves for the first time all year. Yeah, at the right time. One of those teams could go into Philly and knock Philly. Out. I mean, like, I'm well, optimistic no, we could host the NFC Championship game. Oh, God. But oh, we are the one team trending in the wrong direction. Well, no. If, yeah, but that's. I think we're being a little too hard on the Vikes. Starting the season out, none of us expected we'd be here. And then if you watch every other team in the NFL, Niners played like shit yesterday. Like, there's no team that just dominates week to week. Yes, there's some weeks where a team will dominate, but then a different team shows up. Like, I don't think there's a clear favorite going forward. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't bet my life savings that the Vikes would make it to the Super Bowl. But it's just a weird season. We've won games we shouldn't have won. Like, 
who the hell knows what's going to happen, honestly, this year. Are you guys at all worried that there might be a, a scheme in what Green Bay did in, in shutting down Justin Jefferson? Because that seems to be the way to beat the Vikings, is if you can take out take Jefferson out of the game, you've got a really good chance of, of whooping us. No, they were – I mean, he was getting chucked right at the line of scrimmage. And I think that is one of his biggest flaws is getting off of the ball. He mm. can run some pretty good routes, but it's down the field. You know, it's after 5, 10 yards. Why, are, why of, didn't we put him in motion more often in order to get him a running start? That's – are we saving It's crap? hard to hit a moving target for Christ's sake, and he's sitting I, in one spot the whole goddamn game. <laughs> I no, mean, you're... it's fucking stupid. And then why are we getting out of the fucking huddle so goddamn late still? it's We got one week left in the fucking season. We're getting in the line of scrimmage with 12 seconds left with a goddamn third string center to snap the fucking ball. I mean, just yeah, you're right. Christ. No, I know. Yeah, but that the couple plays they did try running some motion and stuff. Shit, we got delay of games and false starts because yeah. our center, the timing's off. Like, so hopefully. I mean, this game was, it was lost. <laughs> After the, the kidding turn. I mean, hopefully, hopefully we see a new team next week. I mean, O'Connell's going to have to use what he's got left of the O-line and try to scheme an offense. And I think he can. Um, but are they, seriously though, like, here comes my optimistic shit again. Are they being like the Bobcats that just sprinkled some stuff in throughout the year, just sprinkled this stuff, and you're like, why don't we do that more often and we would dominate? Then you come to the semifinal game, and boom, we have both quarterbacks in. I think you're – I think like, you're uh, looking – I think you're giving O'Connell far too much credit. Like, this is a culture coach. He's not a, a scheming coach, I don't think. You know. What I'm saying, though, is like when we have our four losses, the team has looked like absolute – garbage on offense they've looked I mean, out coached in every aspect of the game special teams defense and offense so i like yeah it no, the I, one, don't know. I, I don't like to knock on o'connell too much because he's given us the record we've got well he's uh, far better than what we had before <laughs> that's that's the pro yeah but the one the one player off of jefferson that i'm still surprised this late in the season who's not on the field more for some kind of plays is jalen rager like yeah, he's just a freak of a talent. Figure out ways to get him the ball. Use him as a running back in some fashion. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. The Vikings have a plethora of talent. I mean, they have two running backs that could start. You know, yep. one elite wide receiver, a couple good possession wide receivers in Thielen and a pro um, tight end. Osborne. A yeah, great was, tight end who needs to make some catches though that he drops a few that irritate me during drives well we don't um, get seven to nine ball targets gets crushed, game, you're bound to drop a couple especially when you're getting covered and you know we got linebackers hanging off your damn arms all game sure you're, you're bound to drop a few maybe it's just because i see him dropping them at the wrong damn times you know on those third and fives where i don't know he's good but yeah, yeah. then you throw in rager and you throw in that is it Naylor, the rookie? Like, they've got talent everywhere. I mean. Except at on defense. Uh, the the defensive backs are, I mean, Shelly has improved a lot this year, but. He still, made a couple good pass breakups last night. Right. I mean, 
But I mean, just they they did not stop the run yesterday at all. Which is weird because they usually have stopped the run and teams throw for 400 yards against them. Right. I mean, yeah, Rogers' stat line, he threw for what, 142 yards is all, you know, oh, but wow. they rushed for what, 150? I mean, well, Green Bay does have one of, I mean, in the NFC, besides Philadelphia, maybe Dallas, they might have the third best offensive line, right? I would say. I would say Green Bay's a running team now, too. Oh, yeah. Like, no offense to Rodgers, but that that team needs to run the ball. Well, they certainly did it effectively against us. So what are your guys' thoughts on uh, the next game? It It's all about momentum. They got to come out and execute good on offense. Right away. Start I mean, fast. yes. Yeah. Do whatever they, they you got to do to get a touchdown on the first possession. Yep. Like, go, just go for it on fourth down. Don't bother. Because, I mean, it's the Bears. I, I mean, Take my thing chances. is, O'Connell should go in and say, hey, we're playing the first two quarters like it's the third and fourth quarter. Yeah. We need a, we need points. We need to win. Let's go. Let's get a lead. Play like you're let's down 21 win. from the start of the game. Let's go. Let's go get the first half. You know, we need to click because, hey, we got the playoffs next week, guys. Like. And we're at home. Like we've already had to uh let's see what was it? The Giants were down or up 17 on us in that game that we ended up coming back to win. Yeah, give uh, or take. We can't I, I don't think we can afford to do that again because the Giants made two like giant mistakes that basically sealed that game for us. The uh what they uh screwed up a punt and they had an interception, Patrick Peterson interception yep. around midfield that turned into points. Well, you know, and that's that's exactly what happened in how the Vikings just, you know, bend but don't break. When we do those mistakes and they turn into touchdowns, I mean, there were there was our chance right there to keep the game within one or two possessions. Lost it. So, I mean, they got to come out and I think play the best first half of football that they've played all year. Get them in a in a groove going forward. You know, get Jefferson back positive. I mean, I hate to see him like he was yesterday being frustrated, but I get it. You know, when you're the the face of the franchise and whatnot, you feel. Oh, and it, are we really going to start letting defensive backs dance every time they break up a goddamn pass? Like, well, no. And that's that, that, that should have been a goddamn penalty because that's a slippery slope, my friend. If we've got cornerbacks <laughs> dancing every time they get. No, because you can't you can't do other shit. I mean, that didn't cost us the game, but th- we need to be consistent in the damn what they penalize shit for. I mean, yeah. it, it's ridiculous. I, I thought mean, that was nuts. It's like, you know, if a, get it, in the end zone and then you can dance. You know, you roll, you roll, re- reverse the rolls there. And if a wide receiver goes and dances over a damn it's defender, taunting. yeah, it's taunting. Take away the first down. I mean, it's, uh... it's a rough day. It, it was tough. I was glad it was over early though. It was nice to get away from it and but yeah, it was it was not fun. I mean, I don't like playing these good teams and getting our butts kicked. I would much prefer like to be in the game and lose. That I would mean, be it's, that would be a nice change of pace. Is it seems like it's like this blown out, blown the doors off in the first half. But isn't it like this like I 
it, we always play, you know, a division team in December, and I don't care what our record is. It's always like these games, our last couple of games in December, we just suck. I mean, we, the it doesn't matter. Not been terribly great in the elements. Well, it, so it, that's the other, I, I hope that all of our games are at two o'clock Eastern or we're <laughs> fucked. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> the closer it gets to prime time, the worse Kirk Cousins plays. Well, yeah, I guess unless they move the Super Bowl till two two Eastern, we're fucked. We Some guy was writing about uh, Kirk Cousins and how bad he is with that broadcast team, as if that that has anything to do with. How Actually, yeah, every time we're almost called a game, Cousins is fucking trash. He, I mean, he had a goddamn uh, what a defensive end or a, a, a well, he had a pass rusher covering that uh, Justin Jefferson on that sack fumble on the drive going you oh know, yeah you the, totally they actually looked like they might have a chance to score and he didn't see him and that's the thing like once you get behind in those games like i know they've come back a lot this year but you know eventually you start to realize like wow these guys are a lot better than us and that uh that thing that they talk about in the replacements uh, quicksand starts to happen and then the things that you usually do when you're you know playing well don't you don't do them like exactly and that that's just recipe for disaster well no and that's i think the scariest thing for the vikings is offensive and defensive lines like it's really tough it, a lot of our wins have been miraculous just because of the lack of pressure our defensive line gets in most yeah. games it seems like and the fact that our offensive line gives up so much pressure it's it's actually I got you got to give cousins some credit oh i do i mean like, he's done a lot considering how many hits he's taken this year i mean he stands in the pocket and delivers the ball on a dime after taking a like, lick shit how many how many times you watch our defense where you can just sit there after the ball is fucking hiked one two three fucking qb's got fucking three. four or five seconds before somebody gets to him like yeah that'd be nice no, and I don't think any of us are ever blaming Cousins. Like, he's had a good year. I mean, it's – there's nothing you can put on Cousins. He's had a few errant passes with interceptions and stuff. Um, I always get mad, like, well, because he's got to get rid of the damn ball right away. But it's got to be tough, you know? So if he looks at that first wide receiver and it's Jefferson and he hasn't came out of his route yet, like, I mean, he's, like, panicking back there. So it, that's where I think – design some shorter stuff you know that until you soften that defense and you you know can't allow them to pressure you as much you got to do quick stuff it, or this is it i mean <laughs> so are they still the best team in minnesota let's go back to our last discussion because I, yeah. I think i think the wild might uh might have them now at this point yeah, record wise they're still the best Hell, I don't even know if Justin Jefferson is the is well. He's I don't know. Kirill the thrill is just a, in a league of his own. Justin Jefferson well, was mostly until yesterday too. That's the thing is like Justin Jefferson has like all the numbers Randy Moss has, but I still don't. I'm not convinced that he's Randy Moss. Like not even close. me either. And the thing is, is because he has these games. He's had a couple of these. Well, Randy games. Moss did too. There were games where Randy had one, two catches for fourteen yards or whatever. But you know, they they'd still win by you know twenty points because Chris Carter or Jake Reed would have 
eight catches for 160 yards because two guys were on Randy Moss all goddamn day. Secret, um, though, they had a top 10 defense, too, as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really stinks having a bad defense. Can we even blame Ed Donatel for this? Is or I mean, he, he's just – I don't think he's done – what he hasn't put his guys in a position to have success. Like I, I agree. There are I nearly agree. enough blitz packages to, you know, make sure these corners aren't covering uh, or aren't in coverage for, you know, three, four seconds. Cause yeah. And to make sure that your freaking linebackers don't have to cover somebody for four seconds, which oh, is God. impossible. Yeah. Like <laughs> guys don't... you got to put eight, eight, nine guys at the line of scrimmage and just, you know, First, you know, stop the run. That would have been nice yesterday. It's just like, you know what? We're going to bring a bunch of guys, and Aaron Rodgers is going to have to get the – just get the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands fast. Hey, can, can we start off with – can we at least have 10 guy, or 11 guys on the field? That would I mean, be nice, yeah. It, I They had 10 I, seconds to put somebody in the game and still didn't. It was third down, that, too. That blew been. my mind, you yeah. know, because the game was still, still in reach there. Third I, down, what was it, eight? You call a fucking timeout. Like, yeah. oh, hell, we'll just go. We'll go against 10. I this mean, is what they were <laughs> yesterday. Oh, they yeah. Broken. I mean, if there was this mistake to be made, they made it. It was Murphy's Law, right? That's, it's just. Oh, God. Well, yeah. And no, we did. And we just didn't get any breaks to fall our way. I mean, those two interceptions in the first half. Or those two turnovers in the first half by the Vikings. I mean, that'd be nice if our defense could get a break like that when a ball gets tipped up where it just magically finds a defender. Like, well, that's not. I don't think that's breaks. That's that's good defense. That's good defense, but also a little bit of a break. I mean, <laughs> the ball doesn't have to go straight into the fucking air. Like, I, I just it's just a matter of how you you know where you touch I, the ball. I mean. We're not ever going to be close enough to the ball in order to make those plays happen. Like our <laughs> corners are going to be two yards off the ball, chasing the guy after he catches it. No, and uh, I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan. I'm of really Donatelle. impressed with how the Packers' defensive scheme has improved this year. I mean, they were blanketing our guys. Like even T.J. Hawkinson, there was a guy on him. Like he had a lot of catches, but it wasn't like no. he was ever wide open. I don't know. I don't think Hunter's going to get his payday. He looks just like an average defensive end now. I mean, yeah, I don't. Yeah. He needs to. Well, he's got Darius Smith. I don't remember the last time he's had a sack either. I think he had one last week in the third or fourth quarter. But that's the thing. You praise these two ends being like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Yeah, they are good. If you can get pressure on. On an offense with only rushing four, that's a benefit. Obviously, we can't do that. We got to bring four, five, six guys to put pressure. Or there, you see what happens. They have all day to throw, and especially with our secondary, somebody's gonna get open. Yeah. I mean, I, you got to Harrison Smith needs to be playing around the line of scrimmage. Like that—that's just a guy that you know. Sure, you want him in back there to break up you know separate people from the ball and stuff but it just you also want him up by the line to blow up the run game right he's <laughs> one of the best tackling safeties out there so yeah i mean if you can't stop the run you got to put him in the box and and just 
commit to stopping the run. Definitely. Yeah, yesterday's game was about as good as the Twins offseason. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, boys. Well, we got about four minutes, 30 seconds left. Anybody got any bets to share with our audience who we owe? Uh, because none of us got too much right uh, our first time around. The over Ooh. came in for me, thank God, in the uh, Vikings-Packers game. But that's about it. I, can, I, can tell, I told my brother yesterday especially this year, betting on the NFL is such a freaking crapshoot. It's pretty silly, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. I've been overly lucky this year because the Vikings apparently have been overly lucky this year. So, um, but I mean, what about those semifinal games, huh? That was a pretty good weekend of football. Holy smokes. Honestly, like I, it was completely different than what I thought. I, I thought it was going to be both favorite teams are going to blow them out. I mean, those were two of the best semifinal games since they started this. Oh, yeah. It was fun. I mean, it was actually fun. And no, then that, TCU comes out as a 13-and-a-half-point dog already in the championship. I, woo, I don't I'm, know about I'm that. I money on TCU. I don't really? know about that. but Because, yeah, watching that TCU game, talk about a team having breaks fall for them as well. I mean, that game was turning – perfectly for TCU and they did take advantage of stuff but that touchdown they called back and then just to fumble on the one yard it's just like give me a goddamn break I it mean happens, I don't but I mean, a TCU fan but Georgia hard not to be now. Breaks. by the way Michael was uh, saying last week that TCU had no business in the college football playoff so hey I was with him man I thought a team like Alabama should be in there before TCU, I really do. They've um, got a dude in Duggan. That guy is—he's tough, really good. He's, he's good. I agree. Which I'm—I'm uh, I'm laying my money on T TCU to cover this week. I mean, unless Georgia just comes out and just blows the doors off of them, which I was just <sighs> expecting more defense played. At least uh, you know Georgia. <laughs> I thought Georgia would play some defense. <laughs> There was no defense. Wait, I think that's just college football, though. It's like, you know, kids make mistakes, so there's going to be a lot of wide-open cats and lots so, of touchdowns. So who are you guys betting on in the Battle of the Dakotas? Oh, the uh, FCS championship game? Yeah. I got to go with the Jackrabbits, man. They've played more football than anybody in college football uh, because they played a, a, the pandemic schedule. Um, so this team has got a lot of chemistry and so I'm, I'm sure they're probably underdogs. Um, I would lay my money on them just because it's, I think, I think we were better than NDSU. Montana state is who I'm talking about. We're Mon Michael and I are Montana state alum. And, uh, yeah, they was, they've, they've got it all. They've got it going on. And, uh, I would say that, yeah, I think they got it this year. It's tough to beat a team twice, though, especially a rival like that. I mean, it's honestly... They have beaten North Dakota State already in the regular season this year. It's, I would say if, if they played the game that they played against us... Oh, yeah. You'll beat anybody it, if you play. Jackrabbits. Easy, easy. Um, and uh, how the hell can you root for North Dakota State to be like rooting for the Grizz? I never. Mean, I so, never. 
we got <laughs> they've got too many championships for me to root for them. We've got less than a minute. We got to get one twins thing in here. Where's Carlos Correa going? I mean, imagine the Mets, because there's no way that the the Twins make an offer of ten years, which is what you thought last week or uh, last show. Ten years. I thought million. it would drop down to ten. I would say maybe the Twins go eight at most. I think that's what I've read. So. All right. Okay, sorry for the sad news uh, day here, folks, but uh, we'll catch you next week or so. We're going to be doing this every week. So uh, we just started a sub stack. Uh, it's uh, Go Gonzo Journal. Um, and then uh, you can catch us on our YouTube channel, Minnesota Foul Play-by-Play, or at foulplayplay.com. I'm Anthony for Michael and Bradley Haas. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye. Peace. <laughs>